Diarrhea. I'm setting the bar awfully low. Titus O'Neil keeps running directly into that bar. Get him off my TV. Get him off my TV. You make me very angry. The man who has a better IQ than you, the awe-inspiring JC. You should go work for WWE because you'd be so up far up this No, 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 no. Oh, you are no, such no, a no, suck no, no. You, you are. defend everything, all the bad moves they make. This is the Chopper Knocker Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the Jobberknocker Podcast. As always, is Nestlemania alongside for the ride is JC. JC, it's kind of Elimination Chamber time. So, <laughs> we were talking right before this. <laughs> Pretty much like for months, I've been talking about, oh, we got Fastlane in between Royal Rumble and WrestleMania. I forgot we have Elimination Chamber too. And apparently that's first, and that's uh, to a week from Sunday, so a week and a half away, which is insane. But uh, Ross certainly set the table for it with uh, setting up some matches that honestly... I'm excited for a lot of those matches. How we got there? Well, we got to get into that now, don't we? Yes, we do. And unfortunately, well, fortunately for you, unfortunately me, we should start with the positives. Let's start in the shine. Okay. Who's always in your shine? By the way, you can't give it to Mandy because she wasn't on television this week. Well, she's always in the shine. She needed a week off. It's all good. A lot of people got a week off this week, which, you know, isn't a bad thing all the time to spread these people out. I think it's a good thing. Uh, that's what AEW and NXT does, and I think they keep things a little fresher doing that. But if I'm turkey talking about shine this week, SmackDown didn't have its strongest episode. Raw certainly was not a good episode, but I guess just we have to go to SmackDown because there's more there. I will say that um, I haven't put this stuff in the shine for a while because it's just been kind of like meh for me, but I thought Roman Reigns kicking off SmackDown this week, I love that promo because I felt the anger. I felt the like kind of like jealousy where like, whoa, whoa, Edge. I'm taking it as an insult that you already haven't chosen me in my title as the most important and the one that you want. And I kind of love that because it's the first time we've seen kind of like this side of Roman Reigns where it's just you're starting to get like that jealous heel, that upset heel, the I'm not getting my way for once. As we've seen, Roman Reigns gets his way for pretty much everyone. Kevin Owens has kind of, you know, broken him a little bit, but Reigns has won that match every time. But I love this. I thought that like if they do go Reigns edge, which I think is where I want them to go, this segment got me a long way towards that. I, I do appreciate the Roman Reigns atmosphere and, like, the whole, like, he turned back to Paul and he was like, who's the main event? Roman Reigns, sir. You know, like, it's just, like, it, it, <laughs> it makes perfect sense. Like, Jey Uso, you, can you believe he hasn't picked me yet? Like, you know, just stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like, it, it does create a sense of, like, yes, he not only, I feel like you look at McIntyre and you think, like, he's a WWE, no pun intended, I guess, chosen one. He is, like, the chosen one. But it's, like, He's always going to, like, it is true. Like, he is 1B sometimes because Roman Reigns is so much higher on the upper echelon of what he does. But it's nice to see him kind of use that as actual, you know, fuel and fodder for what he's talking about because I don't, as much as everybody's like, oh, Edge versus Finn would be great. And I'm sure it would be. That's not what the story's about, folks. It's like he's got to pick one of the titles that he never, never got, you know, taken away from him, essentially. So it's just like, or never got back, excuse, excuse me. So the WWE Championship, to me, would be great if it was Mac. Although they seem to be, like you said, pushing towards a Roman Reigns-Edge matchup. Now, I'm curious how you feel about this, JC, because if we go that way, if we go to Edge and Roman Reigns, do you feel like 
if Roman Reigns loses, that it says more about that the part-time, old-time guy can beat the big dog versus like Kevin Owens and all these other guys who have done amazing work leading up to this entire event, that they're just not good enough on the same level? See, I look at it at a, a different way from that because I've been thinking for a while, it's like, how does Reigns lose this title? Because it's going to be a big deal. So it's either going to be like they go the route of like they push a young star on it, like that is on the rise, like a biggie. But clearly that is too soon, which I kind of agree with that. Even that's what I, though that is what I wanted. I agree that, yes, that probably would be a little too soon. So the other end is like, you need someone like a mega legend babyface. So that's why I always kind of thought Daniel Bryan. But now Edge, like, honestly makes the most sense for me. I could see Edge beating Roman. And if whether Roman takes some time off or they continue at post-mania, I think either way it works. But just running through, because, like, I love Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens is a stuff. Should he be a guy that should be in the conversation to beat Roman Reigns? Yes. WWE doesn't believe that, so that's where we are. But if I look at this, like, Edge and Mac, that doesn't get my juices flowing. At least here with Edge and Roman, like, especially this segment, it showed me it's like, okay— there's kind of a vulnerability to Reigns, which we haven't seen as much, like little pieces, but there's like a big one here in terms of jealousy. And that to me is fascinating because we've seen this dominant Reigns for a while, but the more I see of this character, it's like I kind of want to see a little more from it. And I think Edge gets us there. That's a, that's a great point, but I also try to think about on the flip side of that, and I'll talk more about it later as we talk about certain things. But there is something about the Monday Night Raw title that actually gets me more excited. Well, that's because the, the, it's called the WWE Championship. It's not the fucking universal bullshit. Right, but, but it's like the, the WWE. The thing is about the universal is who's holding it. You know what right. I mean? And McIntyre has the title. He deserves the title. He represents it. It's great. But you said it earlier in this conversation, Roman Reigns is a different level. And if it was Braun Strowman holding the universal title, yeah, we, we wouldn't have it. this conversation. Right. But it's Roman Reigns. So since he's holding it, he's making that title equal with that other title. Sure. At and least. That, at yeah, least. And we don't roll our eyes every time we hear universal championship. So it's just, you know. It's fine. I would have preferred it differently, but, you know, we're going to move on. Is there anything else? Because for me, like, I actually enjoyed Daniel Bryan and Cesaro. With Cesaro yes. tapping out Daniel Bryan, it was a Russell Boner, as we usually talk about. But it was a quick match. It was a quick match. It was, it was yeah. dude, do you know how much that would have hurt my feelings about Daniel Bryan in the jobber alert category? That would have, that would have hurt me personally. I love Daniel Bryan. Oh, we know. What do you mean, oh, we know? All your socks have Daniel Bryan's face on them. That's not true. All of my socks are organic, reusable. And that's how you know I love him. <laughs> I'm waiting for you to make a comment. I think you made my joke better, so I'm, oh boy. I'm just going to keep going. Here. No, I mean, anytime you put those two together, you get the, the wrestle boner alerts that everyone has, speaking of boners. Um, but I will say, what did you think? Because Cesaro, obviously, like he's been a heel for a while. They've kind of teased him being a baby. But he gave Daniel Bryan that respect fist bump after the match. I, you know, it's funny. Like, I don't want to get my hopes up because I feel like they, they, <laughs> we've they, been here before. We've been right? here, yeah. It's like this is de- like this is a definition of blue balls. Like, it's just like you sit there and you're like, huh? He wins the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Awesome. He's a Paul Heyman guy. Awesome. And then he just like goes away. Then he like gets injured, comes back on a raw like where they had like I think it was like a couple years ago where he was like the the mystery dude that you're like, oh my god, he's back and like here we go again. You're excited and it's just like. Will they? Won't they? And it, you every time you do something like that, where you like yank the chain out, or you like you pull it up, you know, it, it just makes me feel like every single time you're stripping a color away, and you're stripping it away from it being so colorful and and, and wonderful for you when you're watching it. Because how many times are you gonna watch? I mean, in, in any aspect of something, whether it's sports, whether it's television, when you're watching a character or a player, and they almost make it, 
most of the time you're like, oh, I want that makes me want to cheer for him more. But for some reason in this category, for this particular person, I feel like it's it's not there. It's not going to be one of those things where I look at it and go, I want like I, I I would love for Cesaro to reach that upper echelon. But every time I see him talk, I think of you doing your Vince McMahon impression, going, "He sounds like a pussy." You know that every single he does, time. And I hate that because I love Cesaro. But but, but it's in my head like, now. Well, you were saying that, and just, literally as you were saying it, I was like, "Oh my god." He's literally talking about a lesser version of Dolph Ziggler. Yes. Because, like, Ziggler at least, like, gets title opportunity after title opportunity. Cesaro doesn't even get that. He's, like, the next level under that, which is not to say one's better than the other or anything. It's just how it's been. But what do we always see from Dolph Ziggler? His contract's always a big deal. What happens? He resigns. He gets a push. Either wins a mid-card title, challenges for a world title, then falls back down, wins a tag team title randomly. Oh, wait, this happened right now. So let's look at Cesaro. It was the will he won't he sign a new deal? Well, now he signed a new deal. He's getting a push. He'll either get maybe he'll beat Biggie at WrestleMania in a multi man match, or maybe he'll lose to Roman Reigns in the fast lane. Or you know what? In six months, he'll probably be holding the tag titles with Nakamura. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's absurd. But you know what? It's I love Cesaro. I think we all love Cesaro sure. in the ring. The mic thing, it is what it is. Like, I don't say that to be mean. I say that because it's literal fact. Because, like, you know, that's what happens in the back. Like, Vince gets excited about Cesaro, then he speaks and he's like, it's the other way. So I'm I'm with you 100% on this. I think it's exciting, but at the same time, it's like, we've been here before. Yeah, it's really hard to get excited. It really is, because they do so great with him. He, when they just let him wrestle, he's just he's just great. He's unbelievable. And it's just, it's hard for me to sit there and think, oh my God, this is finally it. Because honestly, this isn't it. This might be a mid card. You know, it's like, and even when he wins, I, I don't know if I'm going to, I don't know if I'm going to care at that point. Like, I want to. But I just don't we'll care. Know. But I don't think it won't be like. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's 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 difficult. It really is difficult as a fan because it's just like it's the only form of entertainment where it's like they don't give you what you want, and they don't care about feeding you on the other end. Like they're just like, nope, whatever. Well, because they, they'll, they'll do is they'll give you like five things you don't like, then they'll give you like one random thing that you do like, and they'll be like, yeah, you guys get that. Yeah, that's exactly. all you get to eat. We have ten pieces of bread. We're gonna keep nine for ourselves. You get one. It's bizarre. Like, it absolutely is the only medium ever where I looked at it and be like, because more show success are on, like, catering to your fans, to your core group of people. This, they just alienate everybody that well, you love. The, the one thing that's different about wrestling is the one thing where it's like, you kind of have to, you have to take those things away because it leaves you wanting more. If we got, like, the, like the Kofi moment after Kofi moment after Kofi moment, those moments wouldn't feel as good and we wouldn't be coming back as much. But since we get, like, beaten down with the Goldberg moments and moments like that, we have to keep coming back because we need that high of that Kofi moment again. We have to drudge through all the poop to get to the promised land. Are you saying that as a fan, a hardcore fan, we are in the sewers of wrestling? We are in the sewers. We are in the sewers, and we just want that little glint of light so a nice, clean raindrop can hit our face and knock a little bit of that muck off so we can open our eyes. You paint with pictures. You paint with words, my friends. You really do. I mean, like, <laughs> the way you described that made me want to vomit. At the end of it, I went, ah, you know, ah. But it's a magic it? moment for us as wrestling fans. You know what else is a magic moment in WrestleMania? Dominic Tyler beat Corbin! <laughs> he did it! He did it! He didn't win the Super Bowl, but that's fine. No, here, so so you know what's funny? The Corbin Super Bowl stuff, if you haven't gone seen it on Twitter, is hysterical. He had a rough weekend. So he had a pretty rough week. Yeah, exactly. So he, he lost to Dominic, which was kind of chicanery. Like, he threw Ray off the stage, and it was like, wee! He just kind of, like, took a big, giant leap. And then Ray helped him win at the end, going underneath. I just, I know it's a continuing story, and it, like we said, 
Corbin with little guys, medium-sized guys, great. Big guys, okay. But it worked. And you know what's funny? I will tell you right now, because there's nowhere... I, I, I could put this somewhere else in the show, but I'm not going to say this. Dominic is starting to heat up on me. Here's why. What? Yeah, here's why. You want to know why? Here's why. A certain celebrity tweeted out that he's going to stop rapping and become tag team champion uh, chip holders Ow. with... With little Bow Wow, or whatever the hell his name is, with Rey Mysterio. Now look, if I have to choose the lesser of two evils, I'm choosing Dominic. <laughs> I'm choosing Dominic, because at least he's got a lineage there, right? At least he cares enough. A- and I know I'm hypocritical, and I know that I'm flip-flopping, and I do not care, but if little Bow Wow graces my television and Dominic doesn't, it's a, it's, it, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm flustered. I, I literally almost threw off my entire recorder. I, I'd be so angry. So angry that it would be a thing. <laughs> I was waiting for you to bring up the Bow Wow thing because he obviously was going in. Oh, T-Bar man. was uh, giving it to him on Twitter. Even like he called out like Ricochet, someone like tagged Ricochet like, oh, I want to see wrestle Ricochet and Ricochet said, come get the smoke. And he had like a funny name for him. He called him like the little flippy guy or something. So oh, man. Bow Wow wants the smoke, baby. I just I mean, don't want so him anywhere. Knows? You want to talk about people that are not on my television. As little, this, is, this is a real reference. I'm going to have to talk to our boy Ben because he's the hip-hop guy that I know. Maybe Joe Stopper knows a lot of hip-hop too. Anybody out there that knows hip-hop that listen to the Jabberknocker, tell me right now. I've listened to hip-hop. I love hip-hop, but I'm not like, you know, in the trenches of knowing everything. Has Little Bow Wow been or Bow Wow been relevant since Little Bow Wow? He's still making music, but I don't think he's made anything good. Yeah, but in a just while. because Lumberjack chops a tree, he doesn't mean the cup's down and like you hear it. You know hey, what I mean? Like it's just there. WrestleMania. Once you do something great once, you always have a chance to be in the limelight. So his 15 minutes plus have been up. Yes, that's it. Oh it's yeah, over. absolutely. Okay, yeah. so I'm not. I'm not. But that's I'm not why stepping he wants to be line. a wrestler. He said he's like once he's done his next album, he's ready for the next challenge. He's right. I mean, the kid's probably like only fucking 18 at this point. He's such a little baby. Is he, is he actually related to Snoop Dogg? Isn't he like know. somehow related to Snoop Dogg? Because if there's a Sasha connection, he might connection be. That, too, means, who that knows? means he might have a that means he might have a Sasha, Sasha connection. I don't know. Because then so. that means you're gonna kiss his ass then too. Yeah. Uh, well, I think here's the thing about WWE: they like making money, and if someone who has a gajillion Instagram followers because they play music has interest in them, they're gonna pick up the phone. Yeah, like Bad Bunny. But he oh, doesn't yeah, we'll deserve. Get there. We don't deserve it in we'll the shine get there. there. <sighs> you, I don't know. I, what I else just... did you like on SmackDown? Let's get that the bad bunny out of our mouth. Yeah, let's get let's get that bad word out of the mouth. Um, not a lot that I loved really on SmackDown per se. I didn't. I will say I did enjoy Biggie, Sammy, and Apollo. I thought that was a fun match. Yes, almost. On my opinion, almost a match of the week. Probably was on yes. SmackDown on Friday. If you haven't seen anything on SmackDown, go watch that Triple Threat. It was great. It showed a lot of Apollo Cruz. It had Biggie's amazing athleticism and strength and then of course sammy's chicanery it worked out perfectly it was great it was wonderful i even loved like apollo throwing sammy over the barricade and then you know just sammy's still continuing to bitch because he lost you know what i mean like he didn't really lose but now it continues the whole story i love that love it it's wonderful um and also i thought on raw if we switch very very quickly i thought the match between the riddle and uh keith lee was amazing as well obviously we had a little bit of the ending with bobby lashley but, which I also loved. Which, again, Crazy Bobby? Who doesn't love Crazy Bobby Lashley? Looney Bin Bobby is what we'll call him from now on. He is, he is, he is out of his mind. I don't know what he is doing. MVP on commentary was great, too. It, the whole thing was just, and I think I tweeted this was out. The only, this was one of the few, if not the only, great segment on Raw. Like, I thought this was good start to finish because, like you said, the match was good. I want to see these two get it again. Yep. I'm excited for Keith Lee Lashley. This is something a few months ago. 
when we were speculating Keith Lee's uh, WrestleMania opponent, I said, if we don't get Brock Bobby and Keith Lee doesn't challenge for the world title, give me Lashley Lee one-on-one at Mania for the U.S. title. We could be heading there because we have a triple threat uh, at Elimination Chamber, but also WrestleMania. If Keith Lee wins this match, that opens up Bobby Lashley to face Brock Lesnar if Brock wants some money. So either way, I saw this as a win-win. I thought it was a well-executed segment. I like where it's going. So bing, bang, done. This was the only A on Raw. Yeah, again, it was the only A on Raw. And they talked about Airbud too, so that was a bonus for me. I mean, when you, get, <laughs> when you throw in an Airbud reference, I mean, you win me over. I- Dude, Matt, I can't tell you it's with Matt Riddle. Like, whenever he comes on my screen or I hear his music, I get excited. And that doesn't happen for me a lot because I know, like, so I'm either going to laugh or I'm going to see something good. Like, it just, he has been, it's amazing how consistent he's been week to week on a show where it's impossible to be consistent. Yeah, he's he's like I said, the only people on Raw, in my opinion, are the MVPs. No pun intended. Are MVP Bobby Lashley slash all the Hurt Business, Keith Lee, and Riddle. Those are the only ones yep. that I'm just sitting there going, they literally hold together Monday Night Raw. Max doing a week great job. Week. Yep. Max doing a great job, but he's got an an un- unenviable task essentially to do yes. what he's got to do. So I I give him a pass most of the time, but he's got he's got a mountain to climb. The other four that I just mentioned ish. Those people are doing amazing work. Amazing work. And it, it, they don't let us down. They do not let us down. I don't know if there's anything else that would let me down, honestly. I don't know if we should go into the shine. Or, I'm sorry, the heat or whatever. We can go to the heat, but I just want to say, because I didn't think this was heat. It was it was the kind of like low shine for me, but it was more for like the beginning of it. Is, uh, do you remember who interrupted Bianca on SmackDown? Reginald. I enjoyed this little segment of him just coming out being like, you can't beat anyone. It's just like, and then like Carmella being like, okay, you're getting a little too excited. But again, it was teasing something we've talked about for a few weeks now. Reginald slowly picks sticking up for Sasha too. And that's kind of a pairing I want to see is him jump over to her. So maybe if we get Sasha defending against Bianca and Reginald in Sasha's corner at Mania, that'd be exciting. And then of course, anytime Bianca uses her hair as a weapon, even if it looks stupid, I love it because it's just an offense no one else can do. It's a little catty. Like, it really is. It, I it, love it. It's, a little, it's like it's a little bit, like, dirty. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's like it's down and dirty when you have to beat somebody up. You're like, what else can I use? I'll use my hair. You know, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> but it worked. It worked out, and it's mm-hmm. fine. So. That's all I got. Okay. I mean, let's move on because, I mean, it's heat time. Let's get him off my television. Get him off my TV. Get him off my TV. Get him off my TV. Whew. Uh, ura, ura, ura. He's, you I had to get you in the mode. I'm wearing my big deal Titus O'Neil uh, bright purple t-shirt. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, what, you know what doesn't sell? Purple t-shirts. That's what hey, doesn't sell. Nice. But you know what does sell? Now, I'm sure. You know what does sell? tpublic.com slash jobberknocker. That's where you go get everything jobberknocker related. You can get t-shirts, masks, hoodies. You can get all sorts of crazy stuff. Stickers. I mean, literally, a mug. I'm thinking about buying a whole mug set. My wife's going to be very upset when she sees a super hot buy mug. <laughs> But that's fine. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. But also, not and TJ's doing a great job on the website, but TJ also does a great job for NXT and his brother Danny, the boys, the brothers Quinn, which you can buy their t-shirt on, you know, TeePublic, as I just mentioned. They are doing NXT Hangover this Sunday. So make sure to mm-hmm. check that stuff out because these guys are amazing and they do a great job covering on NXT. On the YouTube. On the YouTubes. And honestly, the Hangover is getting pretty, pretty good. And so, look, I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on, but we'll talk about our NXT predictions later. This is now time for Heaty stuff. Whoo! You know what? I got to start this off very quickly with mm-hmm. a particular thing that very much upset me. Mm-hmm. Charlotte Flair is just... Can we have a moment of silence for her talent? Like, honestly. It I is... mean, I... Not going to go that far, but what they're doing right now, it is just bad. You're being very nice. (laughs) You are. Tell me I'm wrong. 
The promo was I, good. I, I didn't. I didn't say it was good. I'm just saying it's like I'm not. It's one of those things like when you are watching the career of someone who is great, they're not going to be great for all of it. And this clearly like, it is. She has come back and she like was given a title on her first night, which is typical Charlotte. But it has been all downhill from there because it's just like nothing they've done with her has worked because it's just all over the place. Now it seems like we're zeroing in on Lacey Charlotte at some point with her dad, but like. The promo was weird. It's just like now Lacey's like before it was very sexualized. Now she's saying it's all about respect. Charlotte comes out looking like the last place she wants to be is near that, which I guess like is kind of realistic. But at the same time, it's just like this ain't good, man. It's just not good anymore. No, you're absolutely right. It's not good because when I was watching it, I thought to myself, wow, like the promo Rick Flair for the he deserves almost a comeback of the week because I thought he did a, a the best promo of the week by far. Like he he did a great job selling it. He he just looks bloated. He looks like he's about to explode. Other than that, if you had Lacey rubbing up on you, you might be about to explode too, buddy. <laughs> bless Boo! her heart. Bless her heart. Like I just I I was laughing when people say bless your heart because that's such a bitch slap kind of thing to say. No, but uh, look, the promo was good on Rick's end, and then as you said, she comes out and here's the thing. She calls Lacey 2.0. Now, in theory, when you upgrade, 2.0 is supposed to be better. So, like, it would have been better to be, like, Little Charlotte or, like, basically downgrade the fact. Not, like, upgrade. Like, you're getting an upgrade here. Like, clearly there is no upgrade when you get Lacey versus Charlotte. Like, well, in certain aspects, I'm sure you could tell me differently, JC. But I'm just saying in the wrestling business. In the wrestling business, it's not a Yeah, oh, yeah absolutely. Uh, so, it's just weird when she says Charlotte 2.0. Then the match happened. This was the worst. Honestly, if it's not on the knocker list right now for Golden Knockers for worst match of the year, this needs to fucking be We don't be have on. a worst match. I don't care. Category. Maybe make a category for this one. Because this <laughs> one, like, you literally saw her, like, run to the corner, stop what she was doing, and then just, like, wait for a slap. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? You can see this on the independent circuit, but not on WWE television. Come on. Mm-hmm. Come on. And I know you're allowed mm-hmm. to have an off night, but there were, like, six or seven instances I don't even want to go into. She's supposed to be the top... Mess. It was a mess, and maybe it's Lacey, but it's definitely not because it, it, Charlotte's part of this, and we've talked about this. You can say all the thing about spreading her out too thin. She's not being spread too thin now. It's just a bad match. She's having a bad string. She's having bad luck. I don't know what it is. Maybe she's just not there. Maybe CN weakens knees. I don't know. Well, I was also going to say, like, because we've seen it, like, another all-time great, probably the greatest of all time, Randy Orton, has times where when he is disinterested, he sucks. So I'm I'm just as obviously all who knows maybe Charlotte doesn't like this as much as we don't like it because that's what it looks like on TV she does not seem like she's into it her and Lacey I think they've met in the past and had decent chemistry so that's why it was kind of surprising to see them have such awful chemistry but then again like this script of Raw was probably rewritten at age 59 so maybe they I don't know this just this looked like a segment where nothing was coordinated, where Lacey was told to do something, Charlotte was told to do something, Rick did something, but, like, none of them were told something to get, I don't know, it just, you know, like, this was by far, like, this was a complete mess start to finish. Oh, I agree. I And, you know, what's funny to me is just, it's only going to get worse. It's not going to get better. And here's the other thing, too. I'm, I, we, this is something we don't really talk about. Lacey Evans is sloppy. Lacey Evans is terrible sometimes She's in the ring. She's always sometimes. had some of that, because the thing, and this is part of the reason why I like her, She's too, Ophie. is... She knows she's someone who she takes a lot of risks in the ring for someone who doesn't have the experience that some other people have. So when you do that, you get the awesome moves like her finish, but then you also get this sometimes too. Right. It's, you know, like you said, big, big risk, you know, big reward. But the other thing too is like she did that backflip and Charlotte just like literally kicked her right in the knee as hard as she possibly could, which is not what you're supposed to do. So it's like Charlotte doesn't like when people out flip her nice. Oh, God. You know what? Then she should never meet Io Shirai because Io Shirai is better than her. Oh. That's why she had put her over. 
Probably the genius her. of the sky, baby. We'll talk about her later. We probably will, because NXT hangover. She's defending the title at NXT TakeOver. Yeah, Vengeance Day. Vengeance Ooh. Day. Not Saint Valentine's Day Vengeance. Massacre. Even I miss it's on Valentine's Vengeance. Day. Nobody yeah, misses Vengeance. You know what people miss? I miss Vengeance. People vengeance miss Backlash great. because of swinging hooks. That's what they I miss. I like the big V, bro. So, yeah, give me Backlash needs hooks again. That's what they need. <laughs> the swinging hooks were hey, the bombs. Backlash is probably after Mania. I think no, Backlash like is after out. Mania. I'm just saying they're missing yeah. the swinging hooks. It's not the same. Yeah, that's true. So what else got what, what got you upset this week? Um, well, so I will say this is that I saw you tweet about it too, so now I'm on the same page. The Dirty Dogs new music isn't a fucking abomination. Like, I we come on here and we'll bitch about music, but this, like, I think you described it as just like bad noise and cleaning or something. No, I said when like, you, you, you stick a cat in the garbage disposal. Yeah, I like, oh my god, like it was who the fuck listen to that and was like. This is gold, Jerry. Gold. Like, that was literally, like, you should have had them come out with fucking no music or fucking just, like, mo- fucking bars and tone. Because that thing was awful. I don't even care what happened after. I think they beat Otis and Gable. But instantly, that music, I was like, this is the worst thing I have heard in a long time. That's bad. Yeah, worst thing Keith Lee's shitty music they gave him. Well, it was pretty bad. I will say, it was bad. And I honestly couldn't believe that they, like you said, they, they, they let that go. But... I was thinking Dirty Dogs, like, is there a bark? Is there, like, some type of, like, riff? Are they going uh, go to go back to... Roman Reigns got copyright on that bark, baby. All right. All right. <laughs> That'd be great if they teamed up. Uh, never mind. Anyway, so, look, the other thing that, that threw me off during this matchup with that was the in the pitcher-in-pitcher pitcher Street Profits commentary because it was, like, watching them. Like, it was fine. Like, in a normal Street Profits sense, it would be fine. But having them, like, basically, like, make fun of them while not winning against them makes no sense to me. It's like, I know they got to get their stuff back, but it was just, like, it was so discombobulated to me. Like, it felt like this is a funny way to get them in, which is great, but the execution of it was just, like, they're ignoring the match completely. Like, you know, like, we already have a hard enough time taking on in our brains thinking that Rude and Ziggler is a real tag team anyway. I think they've done a good job. That's one of the few they threw together and instantly they had chemistry. But it's just one of those things It's like they didn't build them up, really. They kind of just – they had nobody else on SmackDown. They beat the Street Profits once. They're like, contenders, because that's what WWE does. But it just – yeah, they don't really have – the Street Profits were so dominant for so long. So seeing this team just come out and beat them, it's kind of like I'm not into it yet. You know what I mean? Because they didn't, they didn't really feed me before. They just gave me the end, and I'm, and I'm just like, okay, well, I need it to be – you know, I need a little foreplay. Come on. You need to get a little wet. I understand. Yes, you know what did not make me wet though this week, WrestleMania. I'm now I'm percolating. What made you not wet? Um, a lot of things, but uh, I so I'll be honest. I started watching Raw at twelve fifteen last night. I was like, oh, maybe I can squeeze this in. I was powering through. I'm like, sweet. We're about halfway through Raw. Edge came out. I'm like, okay, I'm interested to what he had to say. About thirty seconds into his promo, all these baby Edge put me to sleep. I did wake up and watch the rest of the segment when The Miz came out with Jomo and Garza. Edge's promo on Miz was great, but the fucking Edge soliloquy that we had to put up with, like we have to do every fucking week since he's been back, fucking boring, motherfucker. Put him in the ring with someone else and let him talk face-to-face. If not, I don't want this motherfucker just going out there, I'm Edge, I'm the greatest, I booked myself number one, I booked myself the winner, I'm going to book myself as champion, because I'm amazing. I love you, Edge, but good God, I'm so fucking bored of your fucking solo promos. Sorry, that got a little heated. No, please do. I, I, I'm I, marking it off my head to put it up as a clip later. I mean, that's great. He put me to sleep! 
Literally. Like, that's what Seth Rollins used to do. Don't be Seth Rollins. Danny Grimwood is very upset with you for even mentioning that right hey, now. Seth became the Messiah. I never fell asleep during him again. That's all I need to do is become a god. Edge, when you become a god someday, we'll talk. Edge, when someone says, are you a god, you say, yes. You don't even He's know He's just that a Viking. Means. He is a Viking. However, here's yeah. something else that we're not talking about. Literally, he comes out and says nothing. He goes on SmackDown the, the couple days before, goes out and does nothing. It's just like... He's on NXT, too. He's on NXT, which, again... Got everyone all boned up for Finn Balor. So, like, TJ, TJ wrote in his article, go over and check out Jabbernaka.com, because TJ does a great job covering NXT, about how it was a great moment. And it was, because he put over NXT, put over the NXT title. You know, that's great. But we know he ain't, he, he ain't going for NXT Championship gold, like we talked about. So, I get what he's doing. But now on Monday, he solidified everything I knew, which was he's not making a decision until after the chamber. So we've got two weeks or at least three, three to six shows in between then that we just don't need to see Edge. We just don't need to see him. It doesn't matter. Nothing he can do at all matters at all. He's not going to pick a fight with somebody in a week. He's just going to sit there like an old man. He's going to talk about how great he is in a promo. So it's just it doesn't make any sense, JC. It does not make any sense for me. The end. Even if it makes sense, it's boring. I'm sick of it. Someone beat the fuck out of him, please. Give them someone to fight at Fastlane. I want someone to come out like, this is why I wish Sheamus didn't have a feud. Because Sheamus would come out, just fucking punch him in the head, bro kick his ass and fell all over him, and we'd have a match at least to look forward to. If not, we get this guy coming out, jerking off himself on television three days a week. I ain't into that. He's playing checkers while everybody else is playing something else or whatever the fuck he said. He was just like, I'm playing this while you're pretending to be awesome, Is It's like, okay. Fuck off. Good lord. I get what he's saying, but the more he talks, the more he talks, JC, I am just beyond fast you forward. You talk too much. I think we're going to end it there because that's just too much for me. Yeah. What else you got? Well, let's see. Uh, something I wanted to bring up very quickly. Where I, this is where you, I think this is going to be a revelation for uh, Nestlemania 2021. I've already, I've already turned the cheek, I guess, so to speak, on Dominic a little bit, so I'm thawed. You ready for this one, JC? I'm thawed. I'm thawed. <laughs> what? Yeah, what are you doing? What are you, you said you're like, I'm thawed. I'm thawed. <laughs> uh, here's the other thing that made me maybe kind of think I'm 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 wrong about everything I talk about. Uh, this week, New Day took on Retribution. Hmm. And uh, well, so here's 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 what I can't wrestle with, literally. So they put, they put. Ali on commentary. While this match is going on, he calls his guys idiots and all this stuff when they screw up and whatever. And it's like, New Day wins. Retribution's back to not doing anything again. Like, they just, they can't. Like, I know the whole end game is getting Ali to, to, to Kofi. I get that. And then Kofi will probably put over Ali. But it won't matter at that point, right? Here's, here's where, I, I don't know why this, like, connected in my synapses of my brain or whatever at this point where I just lost it. And I couldn't really lose it because my wife was falling asleep in the bed. So I'm, like, sitting there angrily shaking in bed. <laughs> But here's here's convulsing. I'm literally I'm literally twitching with just like it's fucking retribution. I, I've I've turned a, I've turned another uh, a road a cheek or whatever you want to talk about here. I I think I'm done. I think I think I'm done because here's here's the other thing too, right? He's talking about being held down, like retribution is being held down. And this is this is the part that drove me nuts, JC. He says that retribution. He's like I'm afraid of what I'm gonna say. They 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 promised me I'd get to be able to do a commentary here if I didn't say certain things or do certain things or I didn't beat up Kofi Kingston and break his jaw. Here's the thing that I'm trying to fucking go through my head. You fucking three to six months ago had a promo about him co- saying he was the hacker from SmackDown. Why not use that? Have him do like if he literally could do anything he wants as a hacker and put himself anywhere in the show. 
What's to say he can't say anything he wants to say or do anything he wants to do? They've neutered him. They've absolutely neutered him. I don't know why it took me this long to realize this. They've neutered him. They've literally, he, he, he has become everything he is not supposed to be that he's talking against. Like that, there's no realization. There's no authenticity there that makes any sense because what he's saying is pure garbage. It's business. It's WWE fanfare. Gaga. It doesn't make any goddamn sense. So this is why I'm looking at it going, dude, go back to being the hacker. Go hack into the middle of a program. Go hack into a commentary feed and start talking anyway. That's more effective than whatever the hell you did on commentary and calling your guys, you know, run-of-the-mill henchmen idiots. Like, don't do that. Don't do that. So I'm done. Like, it, I, I think it's, maybe I'm just not as, uh, as fast-paced as the rest of you, but I think I, I was maybe willing to hold out thinking that there's something special in here. Nah. Nah. I've thought. Well, honestly, like that, because I pretty much come on here and I've run out of things, negative things to say about retribution while trying to be nice at the same time, which it just isn't because they suck. Um, but that was the way you presented that. It was fucking perfect because it's true. This motherfucker was the hacker and was changing things about the show, adding things in, doing all these things. And now all of a sudden his gimmick has gone is like, is he lazy? Because like he was doing that before and getting his voice out. WWE's literally changed nothing. They gave him them jobs, quote-unquote, after they tried to burn the place down, which, you know, makes sense, but whatever. We're beyond that. But this motherfucker, like you just mentioned, was the hacker. So, like, he could get his message out there, but instead he'd rather just bitch about it. So, yeah, I'm. that was perfectly put. I agree. He's lazy. Yep. He is. He's Dead. a lazy wrestler. He's a lazy entertainer. That's what he is. The whole, the whole kit and caboodle are great on Twitter. Great on Twitter. But the, 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 whole, the whole thing, the whole presentation is just one big vial of Donkey Duke. That's it. WrestleMania. Bow Wow. One on five. Beats all of them. Sure. Bye-bye. Sure. That, that'll help. That'll help. You know how, you know how, you know, hey, hey, JC, you know how the world's going on the shitter? Because Bow Wow's going to beat everybody. That's how you know. That's how you fucking know. It's a retribution at, at this point. His finishing move will be called the neutered. That's what he's going to do. Neuter his, neuter his opponent. His, his signature is going to be the spade. Yes. Spade and neutered, baby. He's going to Bob Barker all over them. He's going to have his all his pets spayed or neutered. Fucking bow wow. All right, uh, let's move on to something else that makes you very upset. Anything else? Anything? Anything? Um, I mean, there's a bunch of stuff that, like, whatever. It didn't really bother me. But I will say one thing is um, Shayna Baszler lost again. Lost again. Lose again. Great she English, lost it. JC. She lost it, yeah. Um, but Shayna Baszler loses a lot. And, like, literally, like, her thing, she was, like, kind of like the female Kevin Owens where, like, this badass who came out and, like, all she wanted to do was win titles and stuff and never lost and was tough to put down. But now she literally loses, like, every match. So that was just an observation I had. It's just whatever. So it, it, it kind of sucks. For, I mean, Naomi should have won here. Naomi and Lana's the story. Like, they're, they're what we want. Then it works. But, I mean, just, like, woof for Shayna, man. Yeah, I mean, everything was woof this week on Raw. I thought it was just top to bottom just... Oh, like, I didn't mind AJ. Like, these are quick heats, really, but I didn't mind AJ and Hardy. I thought that was a fine match. They worked on the leg. It was fine. It is a definitely match. It's a rerun. We've done it. They did an okay job. Let's move on. Uh, You know, I don't necessarily love Priest and Angel. I thought that was kind of like whatever. It was almost a jobber alert. It was. They've not had a jobber alert. They've had Bad Bunny. So, honestly, Bad Bunny gets off my television. I'm just going to fast forward. I don't care. They this at good... least was something unique we hadn't seen yet in terms um, of Damian Priest sure. versus Garza. And Garza hanging out with Miz and Morrison, I actually didn't mind the look of that. So. No, it's just weird that he had like the 70s disco outfit versus the other two who have been in the 21st century. But it's fine. 
It's fine. I mean, because Garth is the young guy. Miz and Morrison are older. They, they're not as hip as Angel. No, no, no. Angel's I'm saying Angel Angel had baby. the 70s gimmick on. That's what I mean, because he's hip and it's cool to be throwback now. What, is he going to wear bell bottoms? I don't know. Anyway. He's a fucking sex god. He can do whatever he wants. I think he's going to drop the sex god thing, hopefully. Oh, he's the sex god. Not the sex god. He's the sex god. There's not one more better than him? <laughs> There's a couple other things very quickly, but I don't know if I should talk about them because they may be confused on little uh, segments we do later. So maybe we should go into the hope. Okay. Would you like to go first? Would you like to go first? So mine's about the Elimination Chamber. We were just talking about it. We got Randy Orton. We got Sheamus. We got Jeff Hardy. We got The Miz. We got AJ Styles. We got Drew McIntyre. So I'm thinking, well, most likely, I would say 85.5% chance Drew McIntyre retains in this thing because I feel like the Elimination Chamber has been retain a title mania forever since like Bray Wyatt uh, beat John Cena in it and then lost the title to Orton at Mania. But that got me thinking. It's like, hey, so Drew McIntyre is the WWE champion. And it sure, sure seems like they have an opportunity to give us a really cool McIntyre Sheamus story at WrestleMania. But if we go out there in the chamber and McIntyre just runs through all these guys, it's like, well, he just took out all his contenders. So here's my hope, WrestleMania. I hope Drew McIntyre loses the title in Elimination Chamber. Because if there's a way to protect, protectly, I'm making up word, protectively protect him in a loss, it is the Elimination Chamber. Because maybe he gets screwed. Maybe he has to come out first, or maybe somebody eliminates, beats him up, or, you know, there's just violence. You know who thrives in violence in WrestleMania? Sheamus. So what, what, why not? Let's give Sheamus one last title run. He wins the WWE Championship. Inside Elimination Chamber, to the top of the card he goes. He gets to talk shit to Drew McIntyre for a month and a half. But suddenly, we have Drew McIntyre chasing on the road to WrestleMania. And we suddenly, I think, the Mac sheamus feud would have a little more, mm, a little nitrous in that engine. Uh, go full Fast and Furious reference there. Uh, if Sheamus is a champion and Mac is chasing, because he can pull up that big schlawny sword again, stick it in Sheamus's heart at Mania, and become a three-time WWE champion, but I also, I think Sheamus has been great. We've been talking about it for a while. I think he can carry this for the next month and a half, and him and Drew has such an already good, ingrained feud. What brings it to the next level? Having Drew, the babyface, chasing the heel Sheamus. So that's my hope, Nestlemania. Sheamus wins the title inside Elimination Chamber and defends against Drew McIntyre at Wrestlemania. I wouldn't mind that. I was actually thinking. I think it'd be cool. I think I, the thing was is I was thinking Sheamus and and Drew are definitely where we're going. Like that 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 seems to be where we're headed, which is fine. Like you said, I hope that I hope the story is good enough to get us there. That's all I really hope. Because if he's literally gone through, I think anybody that matters at this point. So it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a side hope for me, different, but uh, it made me think very quickly that uh, Bianca Belair is absolutely one hundred percent unequivocally picking Charlotte. Uh, sorry, picking Sasha. Because that just seems like a better matchup. Making NXT history and all that other stuff. They'll say, like, oh, you know, both in NXT and blah, 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 blah. The, you know, black history. With, uh, I think the only That's black... That's the match I want to. Yeah. Like I they... think they'll put on something special. I don't think they've had, a, you know, two black women going into WrestleMania and having that main event status. I think that's a big deal, too. And uh, mm-hmm. representing everything. Like, I think that'd be wonderful. On the flip side of that, my mini hope, real quickly, is that Asuka loses to Lacey. Lacey. And then Lacey, Lacey and Charlotte, Lacey Charlotte at, at, at WrestleMania. Yeah. Because that's, that's where my mind went to. That's where I feel like we're headed. It doesn't make yeah. a lot of sense to me in that like shell game. I don't know how we don't get Asuka as part of it, but like 
it's just I don't see it not working. That's kind of like my hope, though, because I feel like if Charlotte's kind of sitting there, they're like, we got to give Charlotte a championship, so it is what it is. So let's move on from it. But my my real hope, this is where TJ is going to be shocked and have to rewind it. My my uh, mine is going to be at the NXT Championship at WrestleMania. I think Finn Balor flat out one hundred percent. You want to talk about something that would keep me interested on NXT? AJ Styles, Finn Balor for the NXT Championship. Boom. There you go. That's my hope. Hashtag Nestle's hopes come true. Hashtag Nestle knows. Hashtag Nestle is better. I don't know. That's not true, but uh, that's a, that's an interesting hope. And I I think you just gave the entire. Uh internet virgins a huge massive erection i think i mean if there's aj styles to me is great but i think he's kind of done whatever he can do on raw yeah well, that's what that's the thing is as we're starting to take shape of wrestlemania like where where does a guy like him fit in maybe they set up something in the chamber for him with some of these other guys but we've seen the jeff hardy so you know what i mean yeah we've seen orton we've seen all these so it is interesting and that would be an interesting twist but i'm curious if tj would like that because that's taking away shine from some of the younger guys in nxt you know, so you know, yeah, we'll but see. I mean, but like, that's... you got to look at it this way: Cross probably won't get the championship back. He'll probably get sho- like shoved up to the main roster. You know what I mean? So, like, I, he seems like he's on a fast track to get called up. You know, so it's he's... one of those things. It's like, is he gonna get another shot and in like a triple threat and get screwed and get called up, or is he gonna win it and then like rescind it and just get called? Maybe, up? but I just think like Finn yeah. Balor is gonna be there for a while, and AJ Styles is like, we know his bread and butter is working in Florida in a small, you know, arena. So, I mean, why not put him in an XC arena where it's better, where there's actual fans instead of, you know, people, you know, getting a break from Universal. So, you know, I think that this would be fun. I think NXT, I mean, honestly, here's another thing too. You want NXT to dominate that demographic? You put AJ Styles against the AEW people. That'd be kind of interesting, I think, every every single week. So, you know, just saying, just throwing it out there as you're looking at it because, People are, you know, NXT is one of those things where it's like they get reinvigorated, right? They go back and they do certain things. So why not reinvigorate AJ Styles and do something different? Because think about all the, the knowledge he can pass on. He's also people. never been there, too. He was one of the few guys. If not, he's like literally one. Of, he showed up one time. He showed up one time. People who skipped it. Yeah, but I mean, like he debuted in the Royal Rumble. Right, the main roster. right. So I think it would be great. I think it'd be a, just even a little stint would be cool. Just a little stint. So then TJ can sit there and be like, this is, this is why we watch wrestling. <laughs> you know, I'm into it. So. I'm into it. You know what else I'm into WrestleMania? My comeback this week. Don't call it a comeback. She's been here for a while. Uh, I feel like I've given her my comeback a lot over the last six months, but it's Lana, man. Cause Lana won a tables match against Nia Jax. It happened. She put her through a table. She won. I'm actually like, her and Naomi, I hope they win the tag titles at this point because whatever, the women's tag titles or the women's tag titles, whatever. It's just whatever. But I, I thought this was a good week for Lana. She finally got her stuff back. I think her and Naomi have a lot more chemistry than her and Asuka did anyways. So we seem back on that track. But it was nice to see Lana get the revenge. And I love because they had a little montage before the match of all the time she went through the table. So it was a well-done segment on Raw where there was only one other good segment. And if you haven't followed Miro on Twitter, he had a great response to when she won and just said, ah, Naya, you finally got the push you deserve. <laughs> so, <laughs> I love it. So I love it. There you Supportive go. Supportive husband. Yep. Done. Yeah. So, I mean, look, that was a great match, I guess, for her to, to get all that stuff. So I was excited, although we're burying the lead, her dropping the leg and saying, oh, my butt. My hole, like I, just, <laughs> I could. Hey, the, I'm gonna name. I'm gonna name this episode my butt, my hole, because that was just so fucking funny. Like it, it was, was. It was well done. It was she, well thought it, out. It was well booked. Nia Jax doesn't give a fuck. Like no. not at all. Nope. And I love it. I absolutely love. It. Like she it was like works for her character. She 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 got bleeped for saying King Kong ain't got shit. She said the the movie line. Like I was just like, this is great. Give me this person every single time. If she loses every single time, but it beats somebody 99% of the match, I'm okay with it because she slipped on the banana peel better than anybody else I've seen in a while in the women's division. So you know what? 
It works. It absolutely works. And honestly, I think they're going to hold off Lana winning those tag titles till WrestleMania. I, I don't know it's why. It's fine with me. Fine with me. Whatever. Fine with me. My comeback this week goes to, you ready? Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. There's no better way to make my eye roll to kick off a show when that motherfucker comes out at this point. It sucks because I think Kenny was one of my favorite, but good God, man. Oh. I loved it. I when the minute I saw it, I went like, "Oh, there's so many things that get you upset and boil your water." Like it is. This is. <laughs> that was great. It's like it was a segment where Adam Pierce announced the elimination chamber, and Shane McMahon just came out to watch him do it. So it's like, what are we doing? They literally like it was like, "How can we get a pop to start off Raw? Let's just throw out Shane McMahon to watch Adam Pierce talk and call it a day." Nobody sweats in leather quite like Shane McMahon, but that's why that's he's true. getting my comeback. I know, like, he just, the whole thing was like, we know, as we talked about previously before we started the program, they're headed towards something with Adam Pierce probably getting replaced or trying to get, like, you know, supervised or having a, you know, a job uh, evaluation or anything like that. That's probably where we're headed because Sonya Deville's taken over. That's just what it is. Uh, but I just, uh, I don't mind it every once in a while because that's a di- that's a di- you want to talk about the original banger like that is a great song like that song oh, is like it's a great song, song. And you, you can't feel bad you have to bounce with it you just you gotta you gotta throw up you gotta wind up the fist and you gotta do the shimmy and the shake and everything it's just there baby uh, so look I'm excited for it I, I you know what you know what made me nervous though he's gonna take a spot at WrestleMania there's a chance he might maybe he, here's something else. What if what if the Mac loses and goes have to fa- has to face Shane O'Mac? Mac versus Mac. You just left the dolphin. Which you can buy on tpublic.com slash jobberknocker because Nestlemania just fucking did it. Like, I was fine. I was fine. It was Shane McMahon. We haven't seen him in a while. But now you want the WWE champion to lose his title and fuck a Mac versus Mac at Mania? Oh, my God. God, consider get it, the fuck out of here. Consider it the Big Mac of WrestleMania. It's the granddaddy of them all. It can be the Big shit. Mac. Yeah. And, and what you get is what comes after you eat the Big Mac. The big, no, no. Get the that shit out of here. Yeah. The they, might think the chain on, they might think that there's no one else better to, to, to face against the Mac except the Mac. The return of the Mac. Anyway. <laughs> okay. I was, I was grasping at straws on that one. All right. I think it's time to get to the big old finish. What am I NXT takeover? Uh, remember, check out Hanover, uh, which will be taped Sunday night. It'll either be up that night or Monday morning on the YouTube. So be on the lookout on the Jabberknocker socials or YouTube for that. But speaking of the socials, WrestleMania, well, we'll start with this podcast. Like, subscribe, comment, comment, download, tell your friends, tell your kids, tell your wives, tell your dogs, tell your trees, tell your porches, tell your couches, tell everyone. Five stars, five flames. On we're on iTunes and Anchor and Spotify and. Stitcher and uh, YouTube and Amazon and all that Google Play, all that stuff. Jabberknocker.com, that's the website where I was like, we mentioned there's going to be our takeover predictions for the entire staff, uh, as well as the weekly content, which is Impact, NXT, AEW, and New Japan from our guys who work hard. Also, a lot of great articles up there all the time. Cpublic.com slash Jabberknocker, that's the shop where you can buy all the cool shit. Twitter at Jobberknocker, at Nestlemania, at JC of the JK, at DQ of the JK, at Ray Ray of the JK, at Billy 2411 at Joe Pollock 47, at TJ of the JK, at Dommy Feds 33, at Danny Fab with one N, and at SSJ Pegasus. Follow everyone Facebook Jobberknocker, Instagram Jobberknocker, because Nestlemania, everyone you want to be on social media, baby. Yes, sir.
Okay. Yeah, we're gonna get the takeover, but uh, we gotta talk about three matches on NXT first because we don't know the takeover card without talking about the semifinal matchups of the Dusty Cup. We got three of them. You want the woman first? Well, you're gonna get the woman first. Shotzi and Ember versus Candice and Hartwell. The winner goes on to face Dakota and Raquel WrestleMania. Who wins this match? The baby faces. Yeah, I agree. Shotzi and Ember. That's an easy one. Next yeah. up, we go to the men's where we have both pairs of semifinals. MSK versus Legato Del Fantasma. Give me MSK. They're winning the whole damn thing. I'm with you. Maybe not in the whole damn thing, but we'll talk about that in the next one. Next up, we have the tag team. Nobody wants to win because they're not a real tag team. Thatcher and Trampa. Get the fuck out of here with that. Taking on the grizzled young veterans who win this match and go on to face MSK in the finals. Really? You think that's going to happen? I hope so. They're the best tag team in fucking... The entire but they WWE. went. They went the distance last time. You know what they're gonna do? Yeah, and they didn't win. They're gonna so have... this is them getting their shit back, bro. This is this is Thatcher and and Champa going to the finals because it's Fuck the most them. NXT th- thing ever. And they probably want their fucking baby faces booked on the Fuck that shit. No. No, I'm right. I'm right. When I'm right, I'm right. <clears throat> no. So uh, that takes us to Takeover WrestleMania, and I guess we'll start right there. You're saying MSK is gonna defeat Champa and Thatcher? Without an absolute doubt, MSK is winning the whole damn thing. Well, for me, and obviously I can change my pick if they lose, but the Grizzle, the Unveterans, will beat MSK and win the Dusty Cup. Are we sure that the Dusty Classic is actually happening at uh, the Yeah, I'm looking at the matches. There's five matches. This is one of them. All right, all right, all right. Don't yell at so me. So give me I'm... the Grizzle, the Unveterans. If for some reason they don't win on Wednesday, then we'll have to revisit this. But all right, well, for I'm... now. Hold on, hold on. I'm just, I'm telling you right now. TJ didn't add it. I'm adding in the whole, the whole thing. So give wow. me a sec. Okay, well, it's there. And we also have the Women's Dusty Cup. Which, as we mentioned, is Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez against. We both picked Ember and Shotzi. Nestlemania. Do they go with the real tag team or the single stars? I think Dakota Kai and Raquel are amazing. They get my pick because there's nobody that can beat them. Well, Nestlemania, I hope you're right. But what does WWE love to do in the Dusty Cup? We'll give it to single stars, so give me Moon and Blackheart. Really? That's a yeah. Problem. I'm not happy about it. I'm going to be rooting for Dakota and Raquel. If this was money, like if you had money on it, you'd still pick Moon and, and Blackheart. I think so. I like that's. Ugh. I I wouldn't bet on this because I think it's close. Because both, I mean, I I could make arguments for either side, but I'm gonna go with the WWE history on this one. So that leaves us with three more matches that take over. We have a singles match for the NXT North American Championship. Johnny Gargano defends against. Oh, I can't say it. I can't say his name. I'm not allowed to say his name. I got a call from Johnny before the podcast. I cannot say the name. Who you got? You didn't call him the human sleeping bag. He is the human sleeping bag. Is that who you're picking? No, 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 no. I'm picking Johnny Gargano. I love the way kids make me feel. I love it. I love. Well, so this is weird. So I originally wanted to pick the human sleeping bag, the he who shall not be named. But they're also teasing this Dexter Loomis thing. Which makes me think that, you know, maybe this other guy, who I can't mention his name, is just like a speed bump, like he should be. Because, you know, you put a person in a sleeping bag in the middle of the road, it's a fucking speed bump. But uh, I think I'm going to pick him. You think you're going to pick him? Yes. Give me give me uh, HSB. Who's HSB? Human sleeping bag. You're going to pick Kushida? <laughs> Don't say his name! Kushida. Yeah, I'm going to take him. So next up, we got two more matches. We got a triple threat for the NXT Women's Championship. Io Shirai defends against Tony Storm and defends against Mercedes Martinez. 
in which WrestleMania, I'm putting my flag in the sand. This will be the steel the match of the night, and uh, I'm going to pick Io Shirai to defend her title. I don't think Io's going to lose it until she loses it to Raquel, so I'm going to pick that. I like it. Io. Yeah, Mercedes taking the pin because they'll probably do Io Tony again. Uh, that leaves us to what I think will be the main event, and that is a singles match for the NXT Championship. Finn Balor defends against Pete Dunne, which I guess now they're the Pete Pack, since uh, Pat's, uh, you know, off just tweeting about how much money he won gambling on football. Who gambles, honestly? Who gambles that much? Everyone. Everybody but me? Hey, I got first touchdown on uh, Gronk, but then I uh, had the Chiefs, so I think I made, like, probably $10 when it all evened out. $10. $10. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a very big high on that first touchdown, and then from there it just all went downhill. Don't you hate that? There's no build. No, it's fun, man. That's what you pay for. You pay for the rush. I got paid ten dollars this week for WrestleMania to have that rush. So you could have a rush for free, but you know. no, because you don't get the same rush. So like gambling is like what I think taking drugs would be like if I actually took drugs, which I don't, without having to take drugs and destroy my body. Instead, you're so. you're destroying your wallet. It's just like think of things that you do that like get, like just are exciting to watch. It's like a ride, especially right now. We're in fucking quarantine. I'm not allowed to go anywhere. At least, like unless I go to Florida, which all bets are off. But uh, gambling's the closest thing I can get to a rush right now in WrestleMania. Okay, that's fine. You would talk about AEW real quick. Oh, did we pick a winner? Uh, I picked Balor. You picked Balor. The yeah, end. me too. I mean, it's, it's you a... want to talk about AEW because I looked it up what they have this week. And I would is, love uh... to. I would love to talk about the All Elite because Joe Stopper does a great job on, on, on JohnRocket.com. His articles are better than the show sometimes. And this week, uh, there's, are you ready for these matches, WrestleMania? Hit me with. I'll them. start you kind of. It's kind of slow. We got uh, Pac taking on Ryan Nemeth. Who? Dolph Ziggler's little brother or big brother? Oh, Nemeth. Nemeth. Yes. Yeah, I call him Nemeth. He says if anybody calls him Baby Dolph, he's going to just delete himself off Twitter. So keep calling him Baby Dolph and see what happens. All right. Well, I'm assuming, like, yeah, that's a match. Uh, The other matches are Cody Rhodes and Lee Johnson taking on Peter Avalon and Cesar Bononi. Who the hell is that? Oh, you're getting real. Cesar Bononi's a former NXT guy. You're getting real excited with this card. Then out of nowhere, the TNT title is being defended. Darby defending against Joey Janela, who I don't think has been on AEW TV in, like, two months. And the main event is, guess what? Kenny Omega in a tag match with Kenta taking on Moxley and Lance Archer. So what a great show we got this week. <laughs> I'll be watching NXT. I Look, I'm excited that they have the four New Japan guys in the match. I think that's pretty cool. But it's just one of those things where, you know, yeah, let's get out of the tag matches. Let's get out of the six-man tag matches. Let's get into other stuff, right? Like, they just, they keep, they keep, well, it's not even like they care. You know what I mean? Like, they just... They keep kind of getting to a point of like almost getting it excited, and then they're just like, you know, let's rain back. We only do four pay per views a year, so Revolution's coming out soon, and Shaq's gonna beat Cody because that's just what it is. That's and... not even on Revolution because of a scheduling conflict that's gonna be on uh, Dynamite. Yeah, you want to talk? That'll pop a rating. Game. That'll pop a rating. I was gonna say, here's the thing: of all those things I just mentioned, I'd rather see Shaq versus Cody than any of that. Yeah, I mean, I'm a big Shaq fan. <laughs> that's... I mean, I, I mean, we all love Shaq. I love Shaq. I love Shaq since I love Shaq since he was in L- LSU. Like I, I love yeah. like Shaq was my guy growing up. Like I love Shaq. Love Shaq. Shaq not playing. Still my favorite video. Would you time. rather have Shaq wrestling or Bow Wow and Bad Bunny wrestling? Oh, oh Shaq. Hundred percent. There you Shaq. go. So here you Shaq. go. AEW. You may have that fucking old carcass thing, but at least you got Shaq, baby. You know what? Shaq made Shaq Fu. Had Shaq and Dosha shoes. I had both of them. I was a I was a Shaq guy. 
So I'm telling you right now, anything Shaq does, perfectly fine. I'm okay with it. Shazam, baby! Shazam was a great movie, too. That guy prints money. AEW, here, let me tell you right now. I'm, I'm making make a prediction right now. That's not a spoiler. It's a prediction. Literally, he is going to pop a 1.5 for AEW. Because he's Shaq. Because he's Shaq. That would honestly be huge because that's a lot of... That's like double their average audience. Yes, I think that he's going to double double on that night. Damn! Because he's Shaq. Damn! At least, I mean, hey, thing, at least for that, at, at least for him, at least for that moment. Maybe not overall average, but at least for that moment, there's going to be a 1.5. And we'll know because Alvarez will just, you know, be jock sniffing the whole time. So it's fine. Your boy. Don't call him my boy. I don't like him. I don't like anybody that sits there and people watches and considers it wrestling uh, writing. I, they, they're literally the wrestling observer. You know what that means? They people watch. That's it. They get paid to people watch. So what do we, if we got paid? We I was going to say, what are we? We don't, we, don't do, we don't get paid. We just observe for free. We're there's literally, happy. there's no difference between me and, and, honestly, Alvarez and I have both been wrestlers. It doesn't matter. Like, you have probably more skill and knowledge of wrestling than Dave Meltzer does. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter. It just, just the way the cards fall sometimes. I mean, can uh, Dave Meltzer do a springboard? I don't think so. JC does one mean springboard. <laughs> I will say that much. Because when I when I got you in the ring, finally, I'm like, you got to try it. And you That's did it. That's all I wanted to do yeah. was springboard. Yeah. That's all I wanted to do. It's fun. It's fun when you get it in the ring. It's so yeah. much fun. All right. Well, I think we've exhausted all of our options. because yeah, I got nothing else. Nothing else we can talk about. I think that this is going to be an interesting weekend with the uh, Vengeance Day, uh, not Valentine's Day. And uh, I will be looking forward to NXT Hangover. That's right. Make sure to check out NXT Hangover with your boys at Brothers Quinn. They do a great job recapping everything and giving you analysis, getting you ready for WrestleMania season as well. Um, so I'll be checking that out as well. We hope you enjoyed this week of Jobberknocker. We'll be back next week with more Jobberknockery. And some vengeance.